0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotobrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Okay, it's time for another episode of Mississippi Magic. Now, this one's an easy one. Most people will know who I'm talking about. That's fine. It doesn't really matter. But what does matter is people who don't know the history of this guy, maybe will learn something and pass it on to the next generation. Modern technology has changed just about everything, most of them for the good of humanity. But if we had things like uh, GPS directions back in 1957, This legendary name would most likely never be known. Another Mississippi Magic legend that forevermore graces the pages of entertainment history. And the reason you know his name is maybe because there wasn't that technology in the palm of his hands. This episode of Mississippi Magic is titled A Roadmap to Stardom. Right after this, from one of the busiest equipment dealers in the entire South, Divinity Equipment. You know, summer's almost over, but in Mississippi, we never stop. And for those who need a working partner that never stops working with you, the team you call on is Divini Equipment, in your capital city of Jackson and also in Madison on Highway 51 North. Davinny is also your New Holland dealer. With more than 120 years of history and innovation and agriculture equipment, New Holland has been serving the needs of farmers and ranchers across the state of Mississippi for a long time. New Holland manufactures a wide range of equipment, including a full line of tractors and hay and forage equipment and harvesting, crop production, and materials handling equipment that you'll need. Heavy duty, they've got them. New Holland also manufactures a compact tractor line equipped with the same comfort and easy-to-use features designed for those larger tractors. And as they've proven throughout their long history, Divinity's has been working with customers for a long time, making financing with affordable monthly payments possible so you can take your partner home and get the job done. For the full listing of equipment and cost, check the website at DivinityEquipment.com. And beside the rental deals, they have some specials that you've got to check out. DivinityEquipment.com for a lot of customers in the South making Mississippi magic. When he was born, there were two things part of his DNA. He had parents who loved and lived the river life and entertainment. So much so that when their new child arrived, they named him after a relative's favorite silent movie star. It's for the river. That influenced his past, his present, and his future. It's kind of like living next to a railroad track. It's part of the fabric of your life from the ever-present sounds of the tugboats and barges to the river's dominant environment that controlled even the smell of the air that embraced it. Where some youth spent starry nights listening to the passing sounds of the train's whistle, dreaming of where it could take them, he thought about hopping on a riverboat so it could take him to stardom. The romance of the river has always found companionship in the hearts of the young. Throughout history, its silent call to come follow those dreams, were much too loud for many to ignore. Names like Mark Twain, Huck Finn, and millions of others throughout history, answering the call to discover what life could be like just around the next bend and beyond. For this Mississippi youngster, from the time he was old enough to hold a guitar, till the ripe old age of 10, he was immersed, fascinated, and in love with music. Now, at 10 years old, he and his family jumped on the ferry to live on the other side of the river for a while, And at the same time, he went from just being a regular student in school to being a professional entertainer. You see, at the seasoned age of 10 years old, he formed his own singing group. They were known as the Ramblers, and he actually got paid for performing. Now, like the river, everything moves on. So we skip ahead downstream about two years. He's playing gigs now on both sides of the river. He is 12 years old, catching the attention of a lot of people, certainly developing some fans and the soon-to-be teenager was being encouraged to keep it up, and that he did. On Saturday mornings, he had his own radio show on a local AM radio station. But you know how in life there are forks of the road? Same with rivers. Certainly, if you've never been upstream, you know it's coming, but there's no GPS to tell you where it winds up or how rough it's going to be or what's around the next bend. That split in the river for this youngster was another talent, It was drawing also a lot of attention, and it was about to throw a curve in his ultimate destination. This Mississippi talented young singer was also a talented young baseball player. It was after practice one day in his senior year that his coach motioned him over to meet somebody. Long story short, it was an offer to try out for a major league baseball team. The buzz reached quickly the short span across the river to his old hometown. Local news reports that he was about to try out with the Philadelphia Phillies. All he was waiting for was that contract and confirmation in the mail. Well, the mail came in, but it was another curve, another fork in the river. He got the letter in the mail, but it just wasn't from the Phillies. It was from his uncle, Uncle Sam. You see, in those days when Uncle Sam sent you an invitation for a visit, it it wasn't voluntary. He didn't have the option to sign or not sign, so he packed away his guitar and his baseball glove and headed to boot camp. From there, serving in the Far East, but music was never far behind. While he was there, he found some other soldiers of like mind and started another group they called the Cimarron's. Later, when military service ended, he knew without a doubt the music business would be his life. Radio station fans nationwide had the volume turned up loud with red-hot new artists, names like Elvis, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, and a riverboat full of others. As soon as he hit back on Delta soil, he proclaimed to his family, If they can make it, so can I. So with guitar in hand, he heads north to Memphis, Tennessee, to the mecca of music in the Mid-South a place called Sun Studios, and a hopeful meeting with the legend Sam Phillips. Sam saw the potential, and he produced a 45-rpm record with a song that got almost no airplay at all, outside a couple of local hometown stations. In the major markets, no DJs or program directors were adding it to the playlist, except one. And here's how it happened. Back in the early days of music radio, most DJs had quite a bit of flexibility on the playlist. In Ohio, there was this one DJ who was auditioning the stacks of new records always coming in. And, of course, any new artist showing up on Sun Records' label always got to listen. Well, the bored DJ in Ohio who was told by the promotion guy at Sun Records that this new kid would be the next Elvis. But the record, he thought, sucked. That said, the reputation of Sun Record was so respected that at least this DJ gave uh, a listen to the B-side of the record. Maybe there was something to salvage there. That song, on the B-side, B could have stood for brainworm, because the Ohio DJ could not get it out of his mind. Other stations got wind of the B-side, and a little Mississippi magic started flowing upstream. The song that just stuck with you took nearly a full year to make it. But that it did. His B-side single became the A-side hit with the first new pressings, and it continued to move up the charts until it plowed upstream to number one in the USA and 21 other countries. It was just the beginning for the Mississippi-born kid. So I guess if we did have a GPS back then, it would have shown a path taken all over the world to perform that song. And ultimately, nine more top hits putting him in the same stratosphere as another hometown Mississippi boy named Elvis Presley. The new music star went on to an incredible career in music. He even built an entertainment complex that was a city within itself, so much so that that city was featured in a TV series called The Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Even today, as headquarters for a major TV network, Those same grounds are still open to tourists, even though the palatial mansion of the Mississippi Star in Hendersonville, Tennessee is no longer part of the tour. Not too shabby for a Mississippi River rat from a little town whose high point was a flood levee. And looking back, it's not to say that a kid named Harold wouldn't have been able to achieve all of his legendary accomplishments if he'd relied on a GPS for directions back in those early, early days. But he didn't. All he had was an old-fashioned, cumbersome map. I say that because when his music career was just beginning and failing to gain the traction that he wanted, he decided a name change and a hairstyle change would be helpful. So he pulls out a map, laid it on the table, looked for a brand new first name and last name. You gotta wonder, if road maps were as hard to find as ashtrays are today, history might record his name in a million other ways, but it didn't. And road maps were part of all glove compartments and vehicles like peanut butter is to jelly sandwiches. So, Harold looked over the map with intensity. He scanned the small, cluttered printing. Then his finger stopped on the state of Arkansas and a city named Conway, Conway, Arkansas. Next, Tiny Town in Texas caught his eye. It was called Tweety, Texas. From that moment on, Harold Lloyd Jenkins... Friars Point, Mississippi, began a journey that would take him to a final destination in music history. Another Mississippi youth who followed the dreams from the very spot where Hernando de Soto is believed to have crossed the Mississippi River, just west of Friars Point. And by the way, there's still a lot of people who remember keeping up with the young Harold Lloyd Jenkins at his parents' legendary supper club on Moon Lake, famously known as Conway's. And as a young DJ with more hair than experience, I once interviewed Conway Tweety and found the conversation turned more about fishing for bass on Moon Lake than his record-breaking hits on the Billboard charts. So what was that record that took a year to paddle upstream? The song on Side A, the one that was supposed to be a hit according to the promotional guys at Sun Records. The song was titled I'll Try, the song that most stations said sucked but that one bored DJ in Ohio who gave a listen to Side B. A song that a lot of listeners thought was recorded by Elvis Presley instead of Conway Twitty. Well, the record that finally made it to number one across America and 21 other countries was one that made the Mississippi youth ask himself, was it really happening? Or was it only make-believe? People see us everywhere. They thank you. But myself I can't deceive I know it's only make-believe My one and only prayer Is that someday you'll care My hopes my dreams come true My one and only you note Conway Twitty's tremendous impact on the industry. The Academy of Country Music presented him numerous Vocal duo Awards with legendary Loretta Lynn. And by the way, if you were lucky enough to be at a Conway Twitty concert, you'd notice as he finally appeared on stage after the warm-up band, the applause would die down to an anticipated silence for the introduction of his first song. Hello, darling. Nice to see you. It's been a long time, you're just as lovely as you used to be, how's your new love, are you happy, hope you're due. Harold Lloyd Jenkins' career would have been the same if back in those days GPS had already replaced roadmaps with names like Conway, Arkansas and Tweety, Texas. Probably wouldn't have mattered for this Magnolia State legend because what he did have was a dream powered by a bit of Mississippi magic. (laughs)